0: Hi, Destiny. Thank you so much for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast. No worries. It's an absolute (laughs) privilege, especially as a Black woman who works in telly. It's a privilege to have you on the show because I know the work and shift you have to put in to become who you are today. So before we discuss your classic film that you chose, we just want to get to know a little bit more about Destiny.
1: I basically got into directing because I've always loved film forever. Mm -hmm. I started off as a runner. And I think most people, especially directors and stuff, I think everyone should start off as a runner because you learn how to um, <clears throat> humble yourself. I think I find you'd find it difficult to have, like, a big ego on set and mm. be shouty and stuff if you were once a runner. When I was a runner, I then got a job as a PA for Ngozi Onwara, who is another Black female director. She was the one. So a lot of people will say that I was the third Black woman to have a film... Actually released, right? Unguzi's the first one. So yeah. that—that's her. Um, so I was a PA, PA, for her for a couple of years, and being a PA allowed me to travel a lot with her and and go to film festivals and stuff. And the Tribeca, the New York Tribeca Film Festival, was my first exposure to filmmakers that were at my age because I was like, I think I was twenty four at the time. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't know that you could be a director at 24. Like I thought you had to be like old. So I was like, yeah. This, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, I I immediately I got home and I pulled out the script that I'd written when I was at uni, which was a short film. And I sent it to a um, she was a second A D at the time. Uh, she, she now trades, I believe, as a producer now, but I sent it to her because she was the first one to get me a job as a runner. Mm. Um and I said, look, man, um, I've got this short film and I'd love to produce it. I really want to produce it. And she said, let me produce it. You direct it. This is your voice. I think you'd be.
2: Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah, she goes, I think you'd be really good at it. Mm. And so I was like, OK, cool. And then I tried to get that made. I got rejected <laughs> because, but I, I'm I'm kind of glad I got rejected because it taught me that rejection is part of the job. Yeah. And I got rejected for good reasons because they they actually gave feedback and they were like, what? I think a lot of it was because I had no showreel. Budget for it was quite substantial for a short film. Mm. And I think they were like, who is this pet? We, you know, we can't just give
0: <laughs> hand over money. Hand
1: over, do you know what I mean? There's no <laughs> showreel. There's nothing. So I was like, OK, cool, cool, cool. What I'll do then is that I'll go back and I'll write a shorter, more simple, a simpler short film. And I came up with tight jeans because of something my older brother had said once. Because he literally did see someone with really tight jeans. It was (laughs) like, I can't wear jeans that tight.
0: Sounds like my older brother as well.
1: Yeah, literally. Because everybody's older brother. And I just found it really, really funny. And so I sort of built a world around that line Mm -hmm. and wrote tight jeans. And then I sent that to Tamina. And I was like, what about this? We can go to a smaller fund. Mm. and get this made as a showreel tight jeans was only supposed to be for a showreel yeah and then I got the actors which were brilliant some of them are doing doing really well now mm-hmm. and um, made that short film and had the time of my life I loved making that short film I was like yeah this directing thing is it's like you. I'm a bad
2: yeah I was like
1: <laughs> I really like this this is, this is good stuff mm-hmm. and then when we cut the film I really liked it man like I was like I think this can be more than just a showreel. So I started sending it off to film festivals and stuff, got rejected a fuck ton, like a lot. Um, And a lot of film festivals, they charge you just to send a a film in, which I think should be revised because um, a lot of us, we don't have any money. Like most of us are broke. So I'm fine if it's for features, but I feel for short films... Either make it super cheap or free, maybe. I don't know, but I, I but I basically, went, I'm saying this because I went broke sending sending it um, to film festivals. So I sent it to the London Film Festival, and um, and it was free. And I sent it on a whim because obviously that's a really big festival. So I was sending it to a lot of short film festivals and stuff, and then it got in. So part of me was just like, oh my days! I can't believe it. And then another part of me was like, I could have saved so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like, money.
2: <laughs> literally, it's, it's free.
1: Yeah. Um, and then that's literally how my my the film started to garner a lot of a lot of um, noise and stuff, and people seem to really um, respond to it, which is wonderful. And then, and then there was a lot of hype, but I'm afraid of hype. Um, because we all know what hype does to yes. people and people's careers, so I was like, I need to get the next film done now. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to ride on this film for too long. Yeah. So I resent the other short film, the Park, to Film London, and then they were like, Yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. And then, um, and then, um, they were like, This is enough of a show reel, and and um, gave me the money to make the Park, and then the Park got into all these other festivals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Park was a really good experience because it wasn't, you know. It was harder than tight jeans and stuff. So there was new t- challenges, <laughs> and so with every film or every TV show, whatever that I make, mm. there's always new challenges. And I hope I'm always learning. That's the that's the hope that I never like. I'm never not learning. Um, I did coming up because I wanted to see if I could direct something that I hadn't written.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you've directed some amazing series like yeah. You Know the Effin World, which has won a BAFTA. We're just going to give you a round of applause for that. (laughs) Riviera. And you also appeared on one of my favourite docs, They've Got to Have Us, which I love. Uh, And also, like, Gone Too Far, which has become, like, a British cult classic and laid the foundation for some of these, like, really well-known actors that are doing so well for themselves. It's, like, Malachi and Theo, which I love. I love that film for its Britishness and its Londonness. Um... For me, the, the star performance has to be Auntie. I call her Auntie. I don't even know yes. I don't even know what her name is, but it's Auntie and I can't say anything else other than Auntie. And one of my favorite scenes is at the end when she's getting yummy and everyone curtsies, which is just you yeah, that- <laughs> know that would happen, no matter how bad you are, how rude girl you think you are. When Auntie comes through everyone knows what position to take. Like, you need to do, oh. you
1: do... That's what you need to do. I love the actors during that day. <laughs> like, they all work... Because a lot of them are because cages, cages and that and everything.
2: Yeah, and they it just
1: is. naturally, instinctively did it. And I was like... This is oh,
0: that wasn't like, that wasn't us. They just, no, some of them... They're supposed
1: oh. to be like they're supposed to be like standing up oh, auntie is everybody yeah. just be quiet
0: yeah. but then they just started some of them just started to like I, and oh, the variations as well don't think the variations was missed on me I saw different you break, did you see it all like,
2: like,
0: <laughs> that was hilarious. not really, I loved it uh, I had a, oh, a few, few favourite scenes in there the the scene when um, Eddie Caddy and Razor was in the studio like I just laughed so hard <laughs> so much at that scene I don't know if I'm meant to laugh that hard but Ass, yeah, <laughs> uh, the ass of, which is I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting for the track. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm still wait. <laughs> I
1: love, <laughs> I love those guys. I was laughing so I was scared <laughs> that you would hear my laughing on this <laughs> sound because like, I remember exactly where I was as well, like on the other side of it, yeah. dying because you can't have you can't have people like Eddie Caddy no. and Katie uh, in, in a in the They're same so room. Funny.
0: Like, they just are funny people. They, they, they really them, are. They're just funny people. And, uh, yeah, Eddie's got that gift as well of just, like, cracking you up just by saying... So funny. That. There are things
1: he would say and the others just have to, like, hold it. Mm. Because, um, now nah, Eddie Caddy was good people, so I'd really like to work with him again. I'd like to work with so many of them again. Yeah. They were good and they they were funny, but they were, like, they were good actors, man. Very they,
0: professional, yeah.
1: They, yeah, very professional, very kind of, like... They just knew what was up, and it was it was just a really warm. I, I remember that just laughing my ass off, man. It was so funny, and um, I'm glad that film is. I, I'm really because it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to Bolo as well to have got that yeah. Bolo Badje who wrote it. Yes, to have did. got that movie made because it was really difficult to get it made. A lot of people were saying things, you know, black a black cast won't sell the usual that black people are oh, told. Awesome. So. Of course. So just the usual. I don't even want to go into it too tough because everybody. It's so funny. They say "won't
0: things. sell until we sell," and then they're like, "Oh." <laughs> then <laughs> no, but then,
1: and then they, um, but sometimes they still say it. I'm like, I don't understand what the, my friend quite eloquently called it—like a reset button. Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. The,
1: it's
2: like
0: it's a reset. A just go back to the default. It's like, like that didn't happen. Nope,
2: nope.
0: <laughs>
1: it's and, it's, a, and it's just—it's it's weird, it's, I, but. But I'm really glad, I'm really glad that um, it, it found its audience and, I, and I'm happy. And it's on Netflix now, which I'm really happy about. So I'm, I'm really glad it's available. If people, yeah. people want to watch
0: it, they can. Oh, they will, for sure. You should be so proud of the, the legacy you've created and are continuing oh. to create. And I cannot wait to see more of your work. We're here to celebrate Black Cinema. And you chose one of my faves, which we actually screened back in August. Say off with A Fox, Queen Latifah, Mm -hmm. J.D. Pinkett, amazing cast. Why did you decide to pick Set It Off? Uh,
1: This was a classic Mm -hmm. in my household. This was a film that we played constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's one of the best sort of heist movies that i've ever seen i the very few have come close mm-hmm. very few have had a bunch of black women do it in the lead. i don't think any have
0: Now, i will if there's more please let me know because i will
1: because <laughs> yeah, i've clearly i've missed it but yeah i think i think the performances were excellent i thought the story was brilliant i and i felt that the ending was really brave mm. there are very few things that i watch where the ending is both, like, you've got, like, the Velma and Louise, but even even Velma and Louise, which is a great film, but even that ending, as tragic as it was, was quite, was still sort of hopeful, you know what I mean? It still yeah. felt like they won,
2: yeah. whereas were
1: say off, oh, it just didn't. Like, it. It's, tragic. Was like, <laughs> it's so yeah, true. Yeah, I was just like, what, how? It really, it stayed with me, that film, because it was about, so many things it was layered it was about the treatment of black women it was trap about the marginalization of black people in general mm-hmm. it was about um sort of gender roles it was about you know you know misogyny and how people are treated and it was about these women that felt, felt that you know the world has fucked them so fuck the world mm-hmm. and everyone has felt that way mm-hmm. and I never looked at them as criminals or opportunists, these were just like, look, we we need to, we live in a world that takes and takes and takes and takes mm-hmm. and takes, especially with um, um, Jada Pinkett's character because so if me. you haven't seen it, there's a tragic, tragic scene. Like, yeah. that scene for me was the impetus for everything because I was like, yeah, at that point, I'm burning the world, fam. Like, I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, for I, sure. For so sure. I thought that was brilliant. I love that because her character at first, I'm not, I, I felt more, so connected to her character because I I remember just thinking like I am that person who's that. Like, I'm not, everything for me is a setup. Yeah.
2: Because once
1: you, once you, once you live in a place where you, feel, uh, you live in a we live in a country that's not designed for us as black people or black women to succeed. It's not designed for us to do it. So every time we do it, it's like a, it's Sometimes. like, some, it's, a, it's a big thing. Like I said, yes. because it's not, so knowing that you just feel like everything is a slight trap. At least I did. Mm. Um, so her character was the one I kind of like um, had a, the most uh, the affinity with because okay. she was just like, "No, nah, I'm not rubbing no bank. I'm not doing this straight yeah. and arrow, straight and arrow." But when you take her world from her,
2: mm. this
1: is what you do with, with any human being. It is yeah. that kind of well, what is there? What's the point? This is what's the great what's great. The, There's nothing left to lose, and also. It's like the system did it. The system took from her. So why shouldn't she take from the system? Well, I remember watching that, going, "Yeah, I completely understand that. I kind I know what that is." Um, mm-hmm. and I'm not. This is not me advocating for like bank robbery or anything like <laughs> that.
0: These <but I> <laughs> like, don't go and steal. Exactly, you know, like, <laughs> but I think this, also is that we're listening. just used to seeing the system as we've seen even up to recently uh, yes. just completely do us over and people get charged for a damaged wall and not the human that they killed so yeah it's there. burning some shit
1: <laughs> it's there. no it's there. that outcome for me was the one that I couldn't even quite process I don't think I've I still don't think I've processed it yeah. and I think I won't speak on this too much but the way that her murder was mm-hmm differentiated from, from the murder of black men Mm. from people in our community that were saying, you know, no, that one was different. Let me know everything I need to know about the, about where black women stand in this world, because I genuinely, sadly believe that. And I don't, again, I don't want to, well, no, actually this is on topic. So fuck it. Um, Yeah. I was just like, I just think black women, when we stand, we stand alone. Mm. Um, I think, and that's why I think it's so important for us to connect with each other and become in in our in our diversity and in our individualism, become a monolith of change. Like we are, and an, a monolith of um, hope, and a monolith of you know. I saw this. I, I saw the, obviously, you know, Joe Biden, Kamala, Kamala Harris and all of that stuff is, is, is gone. And whether you like Joe Biden or not, it was never really about that. It was just about <laughs> getting the, the previous, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it don't had nothing to do. No, Joe, don't get,
1: don't get gassed. It had nothing yeah, to do. Yeah, that sad, I, don't <laughs> I think, you know, Joe has tried to run like two or three times. This was about a lot of things, a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. But I did love when Kamala Harris said, or Kamala, mm-hmm. excuse me, said that
0: um her speech was great
1: black women she said black women are the backbone of the democracy and it's the first time i've ever heard anybody speak the truth like that yeah because it's black women So it's like black women are saving almost like saving americans from themselves <laughs> black women are saving the world right now like, it's always Black women leading these marches or leading these, and there's little to no thanks. So that little acknowledgement, I heard that and I felt that and I just thought, yes, a lot of Black women, particularly Black like black American women,
2: mm.
1: are just, they are magic. And then you've got all the Black women and, and men, actually, in in Nigeria, marching at the front, you know, like, it's... It, it sometimes it does feel like we're always fight like everywhere yes. in the world there's no place just, in the world safe and for us
0: so I was like can, can we just do it? time out you know what I mean just, <laughs> can, can you let me get over that trauma before you just pile on another and as a millennial I'm like I'm actually sick and tired of living through world events I'm done, I'm yeah, done. Yeah. I would like a decade of just nothing <laughs> literally nothing happens just stillness i'll be very very happy with that because it's like only so much i'm gonna have to put myself in to a therapist too because it's no so no life, i honestly. think it's a
1: wonderful thing to do it i think me and my friend was talking about that i think black people should be i know within our co- different cultures if the therapy is kind of looked down at to do what you know what i mean
0: no but i think like, if there's any group that needs to really seek the most <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's the black it community needs to seek the most therapy. You know, with the group dynamic from Set It Off, did mm-hmm. you, did it remind you of anyone in your group setting? Did anyone have like, you know, there was like the thuggish one, the professional one, the cute one, the innocent one, almost like Spice Girls, but was there like... Yeah, almost like, exactly. <laughs> like Spice Girls. I think when I first saw that
1: film, I, I, I believe I was in, I believe I was in secondary school, actually. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot lot of me and my friends were kind of similar and that's the thing It's that it's that wonderful song that I'm every woman in it because you can Mm -hmm. find yourself in every every one of them so I was like the one that was like I just didn't want to do anything criminal or anything kind of like the Jada's character but then in terms of my aesthetic or whatever I was probably more like Queen Latifah Mm
2: -hmm. um
1: in terms of, and and the way that I carried myself, you know, which is why I loved it so much, you know. (laughs) I was just like, yeah, no, this is how I kind of want to, and there's a lot of um, connotations with that, with how people assume um, your sexual identity and your Mm -hmm. kind of, which I find kind of bizarre, to be honest, because I just feel like, I just find aesthetics with what you do in your personal life quite, strange because the p- people have like a I don't know I don't see why m- my if there was ever a style icon that I had mm. or someone that I just looked at and with like why I it was Grace Jones oh yeah and um Grace Jones to me now even though, I've just I've got art- artwork amazing. of her all over my house because I need to see her at every turning point. Like, so when I come out of the bathroom, she's right she's there. there. When I come imagine. out of my living room, she's right there. So Absolutely, it's really
2: yeah. She's just
1: she's incredible, incredible. Yeah. and I find that um there was something in terms of what we perceive to be masculine and in terms of what we perceive to be feminine. She was both,
0: mm. and I
1: was like, that's 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 me, man. Like that, yeah, like that's yeah, how yeah. I'm gonna carry myself. In this life and I felt that Queen Latifah's character in Set had sort of that, that sort of like androgynous kind it's of. always um, been
0: a um, you know whispers of her sexuality and um, was reading something about her having to talk to her younger brothers about the film when it was going to come out to explain to them that she's going to play um, a, a gay character and you know she just wanted to give that character some like some honour and, you know, represent, you know, a black gay woman in, in the best way that she kind of could. Yeah. And which I just thought was so like heartwarming. Like once she had to even sit down with her brothers and explain that to them. Yeah. But do that, Give her the head, give them the heads up that you might get picked on because I'm playing this, especially in the black community. Mm, um, mm. And I thought that was very like forward thinking of her to kind of preempt those reactions. And obviously Queen Latifah, there's, you know, she hasn't come out, I I don't think, and said that she's gay, but there's always these... I,
1: I don't think she's pressure. come out, but in a way, I, I found it quite odd that she was pressured to, because I yeah. just feel like, why is that anybody's business? I, she's never hidden herself or how she... Yeah. She's never hidden her family or her relationship. She's just doing her thing. And I, I find... I think we should lay off of that a little bit, this pressure that gay people have to... Officially come out because 100%. straight people don't have to officially come out. Like I've never had to say, "Guys, I really like, it. <laughs> um, I really, really like Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie." Like I've never had to do that. I'll, I'll do it, but yeah. I'll tell you every minute. You to do that. So yeah, yeah, like, no, I for sure. I love that woman so much, man. Yeah. I just think she's a phenomenal actress, and I think really? that film was forward-thinking in this in it, this yeah. depiction of a of a gay woman and a, a black woman and a, um of all of all four of those women They were just you never get to black women never i was speaking to an actress an actor friend of mine and i said to her i was watching a I was watching a show that i absolutely loved by the way it's called p valley
0: oh i'm going to write that one
1: down listen i found it by accident Where there was a promotion on amazon
0: prime okay I'll- Amazon as well has so many shows that you'll just stumble across it by accident. And yeah,
1: I literally stumbled. I liked the neon, the, the title had a neon light. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that looks kind of, had no idea what it was. I've never <laughs> heard of it. I literally went because I liked the colours of the titles. And then love I that. went on it. It is the, I, I went to my sister. I knew my sister must have I was like, are you watching P Valley? She was like, of course, you know I like, like, I, like <laughs> I love like, that. <laughs> about these strippers and this kind of oh cool I loved it I loved it it's black it's black black like it's black it's, black black okay yeah
0: I'm gonna like I, not, I'm gonna watch it I love learning you, you know finding new shows to. To so that is on it, the list for sure
1: no do it because it doesn't what I love about also there's all these women are behind it all the directors were women it's oh, created cool. by a woman um, black woman do you know what I mean and it was just I, I know unapologetically is is used so much, but it's the only thing I can think of yeah. now. It's just unapologetically what it is. Nobody's trying to be anything other than what, they, what are. they are. And what I love is that you've got all these different shades of black women, and you've got it, it starts to subvert things. So because I, I I obviously when I started watching it, I was just like, oh, is the black woman gonna is the darker one gonna be the angry black woman against this? Yeah, uh- no, no. No, none at all. That's like, yeah. keep watching.
0: It's not that's, that. That's because the people who have written it and who are behind have given these characters way more makeup in terms of who they are as characters rather than you just represent that and you just represent and that. And you just represent that. Yeah, it's just exactly. is very lazy. And for There's example, what, that's what I love about Vivica, Vivica's character in yes. um, say oh, yes. is that she's the professional one who I just I love her performance in this anyway. Who by the end of it is like the baddest bitch in town. <laughs> like what,
1: what I love, what I loved about her character right was that she 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 was she was the I loved that first off she um, was from around the way. She's from yeah. where she's from and made it mm-hmm. to become that professional one. She worked her ass off when she got there. Yeah, that I love. But what I loved, because I think if this film was made today, I think people would make, people would go to be really extra with it and make her and like... take her out from the hood.
0: So they her, would take her out from the hood. And you exactly. should Because exactly. there is a lot of us that are still in the hood that have to code switch, okay? Exactly. So, do you know what I mean? A, which is more and relatable that. and normal for exactly. what we have to do on a daily basis.
1: Exactly. And also I think what's, what's more pressing and more kind of impo- important to stress is that there's this idea that if you are black and you've um quote-unquote made it whatever that means or it becomes a professional whatever becomes successful whatever that is um in, in 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 your world that somehow you you are not a product of a maybe an important impoverished environment somehow right so like so if you've made it or you're making films or you're working you're the head of the bank or whatever then you couldn't have possibly come from, from that, New yeah. Cross or Deptford or whatever yeah you yeah, must yeah, have yeah. been you must have been raised by these up. white people in these white areas of these work because that's how come you're so smart yeah whereas I'm just like no but I I know um black women that and you're like, the one of my best friends. Is from Tottenham, but like it's Tottenham, <laughs> Tottenham, old school Tottenham <laughs> and went to Oxford. So Dude. I'm just like, what are we saying here that if we are from, I'm still a product of Southeast London,
2: mm.
1: proudly a product of Southeast London, right? And I'm doing what I'm doing. And so it wasn't
0: love, because somehow I was plucked it. out. And that's why people will be able to relate to that. And you would be able to inspire a lot more people because they're like, rah, she, she's from the ends and she's doing it's like okay and that's where that seeing and doing thing comes from
1: yes exactly yeah and just know that you can come from anywhere come from anything and it doesn't make it like also I don't like the demonization of where I'm from necessarily because yeah. I had a dog time when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean,
0: exactly. I mean, and to be fair, I didn't really realize I was working class until uh, I didn't, <laughs> like, like, entered the the working space, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's it, like people look like that. You had what? How oh, many acres? Why is there a tennis court in your garden? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay, I get, I get, I get this. Um, cool. We learn about Vivica's character is that well, Vivica's that she was coached by Will because this was in and around the time she did Independence Day. Oh yes, which I love as well as oh, one okay, of the come, come on, on. that's a <laughs> that's not
1: even disputed. I don't yeah. think.
0: And uh, which I thought was quite cool because I'm sure there's a scene where she's running and it kind of looks like Will because he has a very <laughs> different way of running. So I was like, that makes sense. I see it, and she has a very like strong presence. Um, another thing that I did like was the relationship between Jada and Blair Underwood, sorry. Oh. And how, in that, even though he's like this suave, handsome, got it together yeah. guy, <clears throat> in their relationship, she's the alpha. You don't often see that. He's not afraid of her alphaness, like, he's not scared away. He kind of just finds it endearing and a bit cute.
1: First off, it was wonderful to just see, although at that time, there was a lot of black films. Coming out where you would see black love and see mm. black romance. What I loved about, I mean, Blair, who are you going to get that's better than Blair Underwood Ooh. in the 90s? You know what I mean? To do romance, you know what I mean? He was just beauty. Still looks the same, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just beautiful, beautiful um, man, And but also had like this beautiful presence in that yeah. movie, which was necessary because he was the quiet to her storm. He, he, Showed her love and and beauty in a world that was so dark for her, mm. and that's what I loved. I loved that there was this man, this beautiful man, that was showing this near broken woman that she's still whole, and mm. if she ever falls, he'll be there. It. It's not necessarily he's not her; she there can stand know. on her own.
2: Yeah, but if you
1: do stumble. I'm sure. Yeah. And I loved that. he didn't try to change her. He didn't yeah. I thought it was really well written and well directed in that sense. Hmm. And um I thought I felt there was nobody more perfect to play that role than Blair Underwood. And um that's what I loved about that relationship. And that phone call at the end was beautiful. Um oh, yeah. in its quietness and its silence. And um oh. and it didn't ask of it didn't do like this. Typical ending or whatever, it was she really was sending him that phone call just to say how much she appreciated what he did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't all about me just trying to rob no bank. It was like, you helped me because that knowing that there's love like that in the world for an individual is mm-hmm. what's going to help her heal because this woman just yeah. lost her brother and her three best friends.
2: Yeah. There ain't like, no
1: do tragedy more than very few tragedies that are more than yeah, that. Exactly. And so, knowing that there is love somebody loved her for her yeah in the world she can go anywhere in the world and kind of know that and that can be a strength without her being some damsel and him saving her which is again another thing that I absolutely loved about that that movie um but yeah no it's just a, it's just I love it it's just a it's a classic and I feel like it should be it should, it should be held up a lot more. It really is just one of the best heist movies. just on a genre level. Forget yeah. all the layers that we've just described. Like, like just as a genre. It's
0: so good, you know? And I think the reason why I like, or I love Blair's character is his positive black masculinity. Like, it was mm. so layered. And especially at that time, there was a lot of, like, hood films coming out and a yeah, lot of, yeah. like, thug films. And it was just like... Oh, at this nice man just normal like a normal nice black man and he's not aggressive and he's not this and it was especially at that time for me it was nice to see that representation and he encompassed all of all things positive for me and I was just like thankful that F. Gary Gray made that decision
1: made that decision and made it because he was like leading my material oh my
0: god Do you know god.
1: what I mean and that's what you wanted you never really got to see that in black men that were no. kind of like kind mm. you know and not too smooth because I, I don't like it when they're too suave oh, yeah, that's another not. like st- stereotype that I just thought who would listen to this like <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just it just wouldn't it's just I don't understand it I don't know why that's become a Thing It's just like, as a grown-up, why would you, how would you buy this? Like, it doesn't quite work. I, just, I think you've got to be young to buy that, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. But once your person's starting age, I'm like, oh, this is just tall, you know? Um, And I like that he didn't have, he just didn't, all of that was absent. Mm. And uh, I felt like, where is Blair Underwood Man, now? now that we're thinking
0: about him. we <laughs> and Adam were literally thinking the same thing. And is I think it's be been is this your favourite Jada and Queen Latifah's performances?
1: I must admit, I've, I think I've probably seen more of Queen's
0: work than
1: yeah. than Jada's. I think because yeah. I think Jada Pinkett took a break for a really long time, mm. so um, I only really saw her in um,
0: this. And well, I know when we screened it in August, they were like, "What? Wait, Jada acts like they were legit, like unaware that she had a whole acting career." Wow. This is she two, was like, I grew oh, up much. on this. Yeah, I grew up on this Jada. I don't. Yeah. I. This, this, this is the Jada, Jada that I know. And um, so it was very like nice to see that we <laughs> played a part in educating people. people of uh, Jada. And Jada, in Jada that. was good.
1: She was good, yeah. man. She was really, really. I remember she was like the actress. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah, was exactly. the one. Like into, especially amongst us black kids, like she was the, It was Jada Pinkett. Yeah, um, but then I think she took a break, so I don't actually know a lot, a lot of her. What so this for me is this is Jada's this, magnum yeah. opus, like this is the one for me. And mm. Queen just kept on getting, but I think yeah. this is my favorite character from Queen Latifah's mm. and of because I just loved Dana I loved that character I loved her I was
0: Um, genuinely scared I believe this character I love this character I loved her Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved her her passion like everything was done with like so much passion exactly (laughs) uh, I just thought she
1: had that she just had that edge that I love there's that brilliance scene and kudos to the director for this just, and it stays with me hmm. um when the woman is trying to uh you know Queen Latifah's character is in a lineup and the woman oh. uh, on the other side is trying to we'll got the tag like the woman's details in her pocket like yeah. saying say Queen. my name bitch and I'll come yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Like, people come be so That's, she's trying to say and she yeah, does it but, without okay. any it's just all in the eyes. It's all yeah. in the eyes. There's no dialogue, nothing. And
0: I was shook just, over here.
2: Idiots. I was, I was so, shook for the woman. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, don't, don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Like, um, like, you know, Although
0: you know. there were some, like, great performances, there was uh, a few cameos, or the cameo, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Do you know
1: what? I think for cameos and stuff, it's fine. Like, because you kind of know what
0: you're, you know. So it's like, I think... Especially when it comes to rappers, it's like we allow them. It's like, it's fine. It's we know, fine. You're not gonna be you know,
1: we know why great. they're there and we know what, you know, the history is. It's, an, it's a pop quiz question and it's it's fine. They know that they're not yeah. trying to go for the Oscar. You know, they we all know. So it's it's fine. Um, also, it, I think sometimes it can add legit, legitimacy to your work, to your yeah. project yeah. Um. so that so in a way it kind of adds weight sometimes. Um, as long as it's a cameo and everybody knows why they're there, I think it can be quite fun sometimes. Vivica obviously went on off to a career. I love her in this and as um, in Kill Bill. Oh, her character. Vivica in Kill, Kill Bill was, I don't know. How, it, Just, it's, it's a shame that the industry is set up the way it is because an action career should have come after that
2: for, for One million, million
0: percent. For one sure, I just, like she, she was, was so good, so good. And they're talking about obviously the next kill, Bill, and possible. Like, is
1: that going to happen? Like, I'm like, is that happening?
0: Because I love it, and it, you know me, I'm down for a revenge story. And yeah, like, same. What you tried to take me out on my wedding? No, okay, we're same. Here, so I, I
1: think that's one of the best revenge flicks there is. It's Kill Bill, Kill Bill for me um, all of
0: its blood and gore. I'm here for it. F. Gary Gray. I love how he went from an out-and-out out comedy like Friday on to do an action thriller, like, say, yes. and I think that shows the variation um, that he has in his locker to kind of just, like, whip out two classics like that if we're just talking about these two films, let alone all the other films that he's done. I
1: think F. Gary Gray is one of the few directors that gets better and better. Yes. I think a lot of the times you find that directors, well, it's my biggest fear, you know, that like, you know, they might peak. You know, people talk about the golden age of a certain director or whatever, yeah. but I watched um, end up uh, Straight out Compton and mm. I was like this is excellent work. I
0: loved that
1: film this is just excellent <laughs> excellent work like yeah. and that's what, I don't even think I knew he was the director when I went to watch it mm. so I was expecting something else I don't want to like dog on any other films and stuff but when mm. I went to watch Straight Out Compton because I don't like watching trailers
0: yes I don't like so, watching trailers oh
1: no they give too is much they away these days it's this spoil it yeah. I think I might have seen a teaser or something and that's mm-hmm. all I was going to watch. So I went, I did that thing that a lot of us do, is just go and support, just support. Yes. Like I just wasn't, I didn't know it was his movie. Yeah, so I, didn't I,
2: yeah. I didn't know.
1: I didn't know. I was watching that, that film, like this is, I was learning when I was watching mm. it. Like I was enjoying it, obviously, and I was in it, but I was also learning. And so when I saw his name
0: after, I was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> i so like... good at storytelling. I just found the storytelling in that was so good. I was so really good. engrossed and invested in those characters. They're based on, you know, real people, but it was just those characters in particular. I was just like,
1: but they he made them three dimensional for us. At Mm -hmm. the end of the day, I don't know that these we none of us know these people. So you've got to humanize them for us, you know. A lot of them are like in the ether for us. They're like pantheons or something. Mm -hmm. You've got to kind of um, humanize them, and I think what F Gary Gray is able to do is never he never ever ever forgets about the importance of the performances it it doesn't matter how flashy or whatever that you make your film if the performances ain't there then you've got nothing when I think about set off I don't think about the style I don't think about I don't think about none of that stuff I literally think about certain scenes in which the characters in which the actors have just blown it out of the water and why Mm -hmm. that scene works and if you've done your job as a director everything becomes with, with it it harm, it, it becomes a, you know there's a harmony set up mm. because the camera is facilitating the story the sto- the actors are facilitating the script the script is facilitating the actors that everything that everything aligns and so you're not really looking at i dread to be in a film I'm watching it for the first time, going, ah, oh, that camera move or that lens. I don't <laughs> want to forget. I don't want to think about any of that stuff when I'm watching a movie. No. And course. if I enjoy a movie, I I won't notice any of it. I'm yeah. just in it. You just
0: want to get lost. You watch. I for me, like you, I'm sure I will watch movies just to get lost in it. I just want to wanna get lost.
1: Video. It's, it's escape. If I start yeah. noticing the filmmaker, I'm not enjoying the film. Yeah. Know yeah. that. I start to I start to study films after I've seen it for yes, the first time. Exactly. And then I want to know why I liked it. So I'm mm. just like, what was it about this film? That, let me go back to that scene and look at it properly. And what made that, what, you know, why did the um, director stay on this person when that person was told You know, what were the decisions made? I tried to do that, mm. I, but only after I have fully watched and enjoyed the movie to the best of my ability. And I think F. Gary Gray gets the phenomenal phenomenal performances often some of the best performances from the because sometimes you see the actors in other things and it's not mm. it's not as good no. or not or doesn't have the same gra- not 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 that it's any of these actors have been bad in anything else um yeah. as we just named a few that yeah they but there's a certain gravity they tend to have in his movies yeah um, sure. I love maybe it's because identity. they connect with him On mm. a d- deeper level I don't know But he's able to get Just these wonderful performances from them And um, and then they go off to flourish Like Queen after <laughs> that Was like she's just an actor as well Because Queen My first inter- t- introduction to Queen Was most people's Which was, music. The, music. Yeah. was the music It's the music I just love it for that
0: Today would have no idea Again That she was I know, a and it's serious like, rapper <laughs> like an absolute beast so just a bit like one of the best she yeah. was one of the, be- not one I of think the best not <laughs> one of the to best to be that good at rapping and acting at this i think just you know come on share that at least some, like, leave some leave like, some stuff yeah, for yeah, others please. you know come on queen like chill a little bit i'm sure you've thought about this but if they had the chance to re- not remake but let's say redo uh say off in a TV series, for example, or more of a sequel uh, rather than a remake, because God knows I hate a remake, um, yeah. and you directing, of course, who would you cast um, as the the four main characters and, of course, as Blair's character? It's really
1: difficult, you know, because I think this came up once. I, I think, I don't know who it was. I think, I think it might have been my brother we were kind of talking about, because I think there was talks about a remake of Set It Off, and we were just against it like oh. why would you do like if there's going to be like a, a sequel or a TV series or something and it's different people yeah. then yeah but like the world of Set It Off that could be a lot of fun but yes. a dead on remake would nah. just be like you can't do that yeah. nah. um, so along those lines of like a sort of like a the world of Set It Off but it's 20 years later or whatever yeah. I think maybe Letitia? Letitia right.
0: Oh my god, it's so funny! I literally said Letitia right, but more for Tashan's character—the sweet guess. one. Yeah, I think I don't know why I would. I'd see that be anything. Where who would you want her to play?
1: It's funny because I want to see because Letitia is so like multi-layered, right? Mm. And so I kind of, I I'd, I'd probably subvert it somehow. I'd probably make a Queen's character or something like that. I,
0: just, <laughs> I, know, just, just I learn, love that. Just to see what it would look like. Oh, no, 100%. I'm, I'm with you on that. Because Latisha
1: like, is really one of the sweetest, warmest human beings that I've come into contact with. But I think I would want to just be like, but what do you look like when you're... Ve-? Like, what is... The, or when you're like, ah, you
0: know? I actually thought if, like, on those levels, it would... Zendaya would be good for Cleo. In terms of... I don't know if you've seen Euphoria. Uh, yeah i quite liked that different side of her and building upon that character seeing her you know quite gritty would be interesting she is
1: quite gritty. she is quite she she, i think she'd be she'd be quite good and she'd be good in that actually i think she can Mm. kind of but i i think i would want to I don't know, like, okay, so who else? Well, this is this is the tra- tragedy of it all, right? Like, yeah. there's not that many, mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be a fight. Okay, no, for fun, let's keep playing because this is the, I like
0: <laughs> yeah, games. And also because depending on who you go with, you have to keep the ages quite similar. So the set, oh, this exactly, way. you've kind because of got to... We were like, Stony as well could be a, a Lupita, but then you would have to change the other lot, yeah, you'd have to. H, you know, it wouldn't. Do you know what? There's this beautiful. There's
1: this actress in P Valley, right? That I. She's a real find. I don't know her name. I should know her oh. name, but she plays. Um, I think they call her like the Black Barbie in the in the show. She's ridiculous looking. She's beautiful. Um, but what I like about her character in P Valley is that she's quiet. Black women, particularly black dark skin women, never get to play, like, the quiet sort of mousy character mm-hmm. that finds their voice or whatever. We just It's always Angry Black 1 or Angry Black 2. Like, it's never that. Yeah. And I just found that I gravitated towards her character a lot. Because of that, I think she would be incredible. She would play the sweet one. She
0: could play Titi. Oh, I've seen her. Sorry, I just had to quickly Google. She's gorgeous. She does look like a Barbie, doesn't she? Right. She's
1: just... So I think I would have, maybe have Tisha as either Stoney or maybe Cleo, maybe Stoney. But Stoney has so many, there's so many layers. Yeah. And I think Letitia yeah. would kind of body that.
0: Yeah. And then who else? Okay, Frankie. There's also Tessa Thompson. So again? Tessa Thompson. Oh, Tessa Thompson. She's good. She's, mm. She could be Frankie.
1: Frankie, yeah, she'll be a good Frankie. I think Cleo would have to be the find because I, I just don't yes. know anyone. I think you'd have to start with Cleo way. and then work. I think, yeah, that exactly way. that. I think you'd have to cast around who you found for Cleo because I think there's, as you know, like, there's only one There's yeah. only one Queen Latifah and look, what she brought to that
2: was...
0: Until this day, to me, she may act in all these other movies, but she'll forever be Cleo. To me, like, that's all I see. Kane Rose. Yeah, just... The <laughs> The,
1: she bodied that role she man. completely she killed, killed it, it. Yeah. it's the um, role that she made her own like yeah. truly truly made her own like to the point where it'd be very very difficult to to
0: recut like, yeah to recut you
1: just I just don't I don't
0: know of any actor you, like this character had to, would have to look completely different completely different yeah yeah and not so have those weird. mannerisms or anything like that because you just can't. So because you can't touch it, just just do something. Just useful. do something else. <laughs> For those weirdos that haven't had a chance to see, you set it off. If you had a scene to direct them to on YouTube, what scene would it be to entice them to watch the movie? There's a
1: scene where they're all sitting on the roof of a um, house love that It's a beautiful scene
0: and it's shot beautiful, beautifully. I, one of my favourite scenes.
1: Yeah, just a dialogue scene. <laughs> just these two, the Strictly Dickly, like it's just... Yeah,
0: just a bunch of friends, you know, hanging out. And That's you fun.
1: don't see that a lot. One of my... My first short film was literally just that. Mm. It's people sitting on a wall talking. There's yeah, something so um mysterious about scenes like that that I find they're almost dreamlike. Mm. Um and uh, I loved that, and it was a, it was a lovely, quiet scene. And I think a lot of the times in action movies and stuff, that would be like the first scene to get cut. Yes, because it's like, no, we've got to keep, but without the understanding that you need moments of quiet sometimes. Yeah, um, for us to even appreciate the cr- the crash band wallet. Yeah, um, especially a film like this that was ultimately about friendship. Mm. and about those, um, the have-nots just trying to have something, you know, mm.
0: um, And you've seen and that, is... that that scene's had because you'll see people have redrawn it, there's cartoon versions, people have remade yeah, like, it, like, d- exactly iconic <laughs> and you know exactly what scene it is and where it's exactly. from, who's playing what character, um, I've always said if I'm going to a fancy dress that would definitely be, uh, the look. Did you see you
1: know those children? The children, the little like that were dressed like, oh. It's actually that the cutest like the thing ever. Thing in the
0: world. So cute. So cute.
1: Just the best. It was the best. The little Cleo killed me. I mean, that was it.
0: It was like a um, cool one. I, I can see myself doing that one day as a parent, to be fair. like. Without just... a
2: doubt.
1: That like <laughs> a that. I feel like, you know, it has to, it has to be, it's just, um, yeah, definitely that scene. I think everything you need to know about directing is in
0: that scene. And maybe one of the earliest robbery scenes, just to kind of get an idea, it's a heist movie. It's
1: a heist, movie, yeah.
0: Yeah, just to give that bit of action because I think there was a lot of comedy, it's like when they're robbing the banks and stuff, and it's like Tashan doesn't want to go in, and yeah, yeah, like hiding behind. I've been told them, yeah. It's definitely just, the
1: one that goes wrong, okay? like if the, but not the wrong, wrong one. Yeah, like, yeah, that, not the wrong, wrong one, but wrong.
0: The, yeah, it's quite, it's quite hilarious. Um, And I know it's supposed to be like a serious part that there's, there's comedy in it. No, but I
1: like that. I like that um, the director went with that and just, and the writers as well. Like
0: you've got, you can't, it can't all
1: be doom and gloom. You've got to lend yourself to some yeah. levity at times. Because yeah. it's that film gets very very dark, you know. Exactly. So, um, you don't want to have people depressed the whole time. Yeah. Um, and it, there's gonna be a comedy of errors with mm. a bunch of novices trying to rob a bank. Like there's it, there's gonna be. So. Yeah. Um, I like that they had those moments, but bloody hell, that was a, that film stayed that stayed it's with a me. Rollo- man.
0: It's a roller coaster of emotions for sure. Yeah.
1: I had yeah. the, I had the, I had the soundtrack and everything. I oh, used to bang it. So every good. It was just, so just such a sick, the, and the thing, what I loved about the soundtrack, they yeah. got people to write songs that were directly tied into the movie. Mm. So I remember there was this one that was like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, this is a raid. Everybody lay down, behave. Like, I used to write down the lyrics to that. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole song was a raid. It was a robbery. Hmm. And they had, I don't know who these rappers were. I'm going to have to find them now. Hmm. But the writing was so dope. Like, I felt like I was on an adventure <laughs> listening to that track.
0: And I find now in music, in general, hmm. that there's no storytelling in music oh. anymore. Oh, honey, this is where we're showing our age. This is... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I literally say this. I'm like, what's the story? I don't feel it. <laughs> it's like, I it's got a feeling.
1: To
2: it's
0: <laughs> it's not to say it's bad,
1: but it's yeah, a, no, like, there needs to be a balance. You need to have where's the storytelling gone in music? I
0: just find it really odd. There used to be the days where like you would want to learn the lyrics to attract because it was so good. You're like, I can't be caught sleeping, not knowing the words to this. Exactly. Whereas now I passively listen. It's very there's I not, don't know it the has. words to anything now. Like nothing. I just make them up. It's whatever, whatever comes out is that's what you're gonna get. You know?
1: gonna, <laughs> Do you remember when, um, when um, you make me wanna by Usher got released, which I is know. probably around the time of say off, I think. Mm. I remember writing down every lyric because I wanted to know if he was gonna stay with his girlfriend <laughs> or go with so New York, like because <laughs> it's it's that. It's that um, I can't sing, but it's that bridge part. Like, <laughs> I, I sing it to myself anytime something stressful happens. I, I go, at this point, the situation's <laughs> out of control. Every time something
0: bad happens, that song will come to my head. You that. know what's funny now? Now when I think of you and I think you might be stressed out, I now think you're going to be singing that literally, song. That, no, that is what somewhere. I'm going to be doing. Um, and sometimes now, to be fair, like, oh, so I might join thinking. you on that. I might join no, you. Like, it works, like, like <laughs>
1: know, i'll be by myself when i do i'm just like At this point well the situation's out of control like, oh. i think it gets through the day but, um, i remember that bridge. Was like, i think it was me and my brother were like so what is he gonna cheat on his girlfriend? <laughs> like, it was, there was real storytelling it i love and it and i just find that i don't i just i don't i maybe i'm missing something but i just don't hear that mm. In in music today, I would love to. I'd love to hear more, especially for soundtracks,
0: man. Yeah. Especially for soundtracks, I'd love to. And If you do hear those, they're very few and far between. Like there's not that many around, and so maybe that's why sometimes when I hear a song and I'm like, oh my god, this person actually wrote lyrics. Yeah, and a a story to it to make you. To make you feel something, and what they're saying.
1: Yeah, like you really want to know, like you want to know what happened and what it's about, and is is this person, is that? I think Beyonce does it a little bit. She's oh, yeah. she's put a few some storytelling in her music nowadays.
0: B is queen B, so
1: yeah, so it's like
0: she's not really. She's not. It's not fair to compare, you know. Yeah, she's
1: she started doing that like in the later years, like with, with, I think with the release of Beyonce and stuff, there was. So I really cared about those lyrics, like I was trying to figure out what. Oh, okay, I thought, you know, and then. Um, but I, I wanna I want to hear a song that is literally a to z, a story. Okay, two things I want listeners to do today, right? Watch set it off, and then no, three things then. But so listen to the set off tra- soundtrack, watch set it off, but also watch and or listen to the song Hazard by Richard Marx, mm-hmm. because that to this day when I say I was a child when that came out I think I was like 10 11 whatever and I watched that music video like it was a movie
0: mm.
1: it's brilliant it's when music videos were short films <laughs> if you can remember that part the good
0: old, the good old days destiny I have to say, I love how you're the first guest to come on and give us an extensive homework list, which oh, I am my- down <laughs> love it. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much for having me,
0: by the uh, way. it has been so much fun. It's been great. It's, I feel like I've known you forever. we just have, I know, like, having a, a good old chin Remember
1: Ash's song? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we, <laughs> were we were there. We were
0: rolling. And my cheeks Thank are hurting. I'm like laughing. Tonight. I know, mine too. So <laughs> 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 They've been stuck like this all evening, just stuck. <laughs> it has been an absolute honor speaking to you and really delving into your mind and and speaking to someone who loves Say off as much as I do um growing up watching it a million times and also mm-hmm. screening it uh with a modern audience was so nice to kind of see their reactions um, I can't wait to see more of your work huge Thank fact. You. and just wish you the very best and I hope your 2021 is superb Yours too, man. I hope it for the world. Oh,
2: for the <laughs> world! Don't
0: need <laughs> no, yeah. no. We're just gonna sweep this one away. Get your hands on a gym and Tonic g and box. Enter the promo code Black Ink for an exclusive
2: ten percent discount on your order. gym and Tonic, sustainable urban gin.